Hello, listeners, and welcome to another glorious episode of Edgeguard, the podcast where we take a closer look at games on the fringe. My name is Blake, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host and good friend, Jordan. Hello. Hey, buddy. How, how you doing? You ready to talk about video games? Um, yeah. Yeah, I think I am. <laughs> you could go for some video game chat. Uh, yeah, I just, you know, I think video games are this up and coming thing. There's uh-huh. a lot to uh, say about them. Yeah, so, all the kids, yeah. all the kids are talking about the video games. All the kids I know, anyways. <laughs> uh, today, the kids are talking about a, a weird, a weird ass game by the name of uh, Square Bracket Frog and Square Bracket Clan Official Server 24/7 ZK Map parentheses for stranger and parentheses <laughs> what um, a name yeah this is uh this game is not normal <laughs> um it's a it's a weird game so um i guess on a on a do we want to talk about the the origins of this game first the the sort of uh uh pretenses under which it was created or should we yeah sure i think that i think that clarifies what it is so right right go for that so this game was created um as part of what's called uh secret santa holidays 2018 edition so this game is (laughs) three years old or i guess like more like two and a half because it's like christmas i mean almost three it'll be christmas soon enough jesus christ anyway um (laughs) In 2018, uh, they had a little Secret Santa uh, game jam on Glorious Trainwrecks, which um, I believe is like a game development uh, blog forum thing. I know that um, the Harry Potter game uh, that we played, the, yeah. what was that game called? Potter game. Potter game. Yeah, uh, was was linked through Glorious Trainwrecks. That's the only time I've seen it before, uh, but here it is again. Um, and they hosted this very interesting jam uh, where basically the concept is uh, a bunch of people say, I want to take part in the jam. And then each person gets randomly assigned a secret Santa. Uh, and that secret Santa gets sent basically the 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 recipe for what kind of game <laughs> uh, the person that they are playing Santa for wants them to make. Then they make that game. So, um this game frog clan official server uh 24 7 zk map for stranger uh was created based on an extremely bizarre brief uh from someone on these forums so i'm going to i'm going to read uh the this description now or actually jordan do you have this description up would you like to read it yeah i have it up i can read it all right go Um, ahead so it says uh so this is from user stranger they said, for Cleekmas, I would like an anti-climbing game where you start at the top and must climb down. I'd really like for the path down to be unmarked, not even clear if it's possible to get down, or there to be many paths to become extremely difficult or impossible. Also, it doesn't need to be an actual mountain that I'm descending. I'm going to leave it at that so as to keep the possibilities open for you, Santa. But here are some things I like that are in no way requirements. Early 2000s era graphics, e.g. Counter-Strike, Brigand, Oaxaca, and uh, maximum action, cheesing a game's movement physics, um, and of course the masters of coordinated, oh, like this, and of course the masters of coordinated physics cheesing, the idea being that those games were all really about cheesing physics. Um, 
tons of edible plants, foods, drinks, and vast soundscapes. Um, and I gotta say, they nailed that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I think they, like they pretty that, much ticked every box. That prompt has all, I mean, I don't know exactly what Stranger had in their mind, but I feel like it is hard to um, imagine a better encapsulation of uh, what was asked for, so. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the thing that's that's uh, interesting about this is that uh, that description sounds uh, kind of terrible. Uh, like it doesn't sound like an enjoyable game, uh, and this game is actually pretty interesting. I think it, at times it was very frustrating. I think the part where the person says uh, it should be like really difficult or maybe not even possible, I would say, uh, while I I know that every level is possible. Um, I, I also think that uh, the game doesn't care if you put 20 minutes into a path that will now be no longer possible end. for you to finish. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And at a certain point, it's kind of like, well, then maybe I'm just not going to finish this level. So uh, basically, the, the, the shape that this game has taken is that it is a first person movement game uh, where you're um, hopping down. Uh, vertically on these big maps that are where basically you're floating above an environment with a billion random objects arrayed all beneath you. Each level kind of has like a set of shapes that it uses yeah, in various kind of sizes theme. and can, uh, one of them yeah. is like over, they look like sideways buildings. One of them is like lava yeah. and crystals and yeah. weird stuff. They're kind of more like abstract, like yeah, they're definitely uh, abstract. abstractly on theme. Right. But yeah, there's kind of a personality to each level. Right. So basically what they've done here is they've kind of they they took I think they took the Counter-Strike 1.6 thing to heart because what they've basically done is um tried to uh emulate or copy some of the quirks of the um movement physics from uh like Counter-Strike 1.6 or other games of that era where you have weird tactics where like um, you know, moving diagonally through the air, you move way faster. Yeah. Or if you, I think if you turn that was the one that really, uh, yeah. Well, like, Oh, for me, it was the, it was the turning, which felt very clearly like a reference to casing, which is something I don't really know that much about, but I know it's, yeah. uh, it's like one of the weird modes in counter-strike where people are like doing insanely hard movement things by hopping around on little tiny posts that are really far apart. And like, yeah, the, the game's movement is not designed for you to be able to jump that far. Uh, but by, uh, mm -hmm. basically manipulating a bunch of quirks about it, um, you, you can get some really interesting results. So this game kind of, uh, tries to emulate some subset of those tricks, uh, and put it in a, 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 a kind of like, frustrating bewildering uh harrowing quests to uh traverse your way down uh, a map where you have you take a lot of fall damage very quickly you can fall like 15 feet before you're most likely gonna die yeah uh, and uh you're just trying to uh, make your way down these crazy environments that feel like just just a, a hair shy of being utterly like randomly generated, <laughs> randomly generated. Like I, yeah. I'm sure there was some method to it and there was some, there was some addition and like maybe, maybe actually may, maybe I'm not sure of that. I do want to talk about that later, but 
Um, the, the levels are hard as nails and there are ample opportunities for you to spend a really long time going down a path. I guess I should mention there is a checkpointing system. So as you make your way down, if you are able to stand very generous some, checkpointing system worth noting. Yeah, you can you can checkpoint wherever you are. But I th- I actually think uh, the way in that it is generous is actually part of what makes the game hard uh, because you really have to uh, make a decision of balancing your resources versus making a checkpoint. Because if you're just checkpointing constantly, you can really easily get in a situation where you are stuck somewhere or you you know where you need to go, but you have no health to take a little bit of fall damage uh, to get there. And mm. your checkpoint is just going to fuck you. That happened to me a few times. Yeah, um, it happened to me mostly only on the last level, but it did mm. happen once on a different level. Um, but yeah, I found that um, I, I found that I would never commit to a checkpoint if I had lost health unless that I had found no, literally no other way to go. Yeah. Like I would try every direction and see if I could get down a level without taking damage and had a path forward before I checked yeah. That's interesting. Cause kind of what I would do is I would like traverse my way downward. And maybe this is a, this is a problem with uh, my own approach is I would kind of traverse my way downward. So I felt like I've gone pretty far and I have a lot of health and a lot of food items, which I don't think we mentioned, but um, you pick up either in uh, chests around the area or in plants that you can, uh, you know, scavenge food items from for some reason. You yeah, have yeah. you we have, have an inventory. In prompt, so, you know, yeah, you have an inventory of food. And as you take fall damage, you can eat the food to restore your health. But uh, I would say the food is not plentiful or it's it's very selectively plentiful it varies every once in a while. by level. Like, so it, the, it really the th- does. I forget which level it was, but. I want to say you dust. keep saying the the first level or the second one. They, these levels are not ordered. It's just like here are five levels. Go well, nuts. they are ordered on, on the screen. <laughs> I mean, not really. They're just there's the tutorial on the left and then four in a square on the right that I wouldn't really count that as ordering. I would order. I mean, I think that they had a natural four part difficulty curve. Did they? Cer- I thought the first certainly the first one to me felt like the easiest and the fourth one really to me felt like the hardest by far i would say the i would say the fourth one was the easiest what <laughs> you thought volcano one, you thought volcano was the easiest i thought I, I, I finished the volcano in like a third of the time that i finished i didn't even finish all of them city i got too i spent too long trying to go down a path that was not possible and i got frustrated and left it um huh. but I, yeah, I finished Volcano in 12 minutes, and that Volcano is took like me 20. That is much less than any other level. <laughs> huh? That's interesting. And I thought to me, what, was it, it like it really felt like there was a linear increase in huh. difficulty. I didn't feel that. And at also, all. I, also, Volcano has no food. That's uh, another reason why I assumed it was supposed to be like the boss level. It has food at the very start. It just doesn't have food down the level. I didn't even notice food at the very start. Yeah, there's always a food. You got you got to look for the for the bin, but it's always there. The trunk full of food. Oh, interesting. Um, but yeah, I found volcano had. I think like the volcano dust, had the. I had more food than I could use, like the whole time. Huh. I, I I will say I think dust is the one that I finished with a shitload of food. Um, yeah, I think that was the one where I felt the least like I was uh, wanting for food, but. Um, what, what was I talking about before? I thought I feel like I was on a train of thought, but 
maybe I wasn't. Uh, you were talking about checkpointing. I mean, I, how far back are we talking? <laughs> right, right. So what I would kind of do, I was talking about my my method of trying to checkpoint is I would kind of go until I felt like, aha, I've made it. I've made it pretty far. It looks like I have lots of options to go from here. I have uh, full health and a lot of food. Let's make a checkpoint here. And then I would spend a bunch of time just like trying every little angle until yeah. I got to another point where I felt like I've made it quite a ways down. I still have a lot of options. Make a checkpoint here. Uh, and unfortunately, this was time consuming enough that there were a few times where I had made a checkpoint after, you know, traveling down that far and I just couldn't figure out a way down. And uh, I just mm. got really, fr- <laughs> really frustrated. And, That's uh, interesting. I so gave it, up. It, I um, I did actually have a moment on city, which is very funny, um, where I was on the way that you can get down all the way. And then I uh-huh. looked over and saw I was kind of stuck for a bit. Yeah. And I looked over across the map and saw this big like region of uh, swoopy slides level where I was like, whoa, what's all that? And then I saw a person on it, which I think was you. Yeah, it was me flailing miserably uh, and driving myself crazy trying to finish that fucking level from a place that I sincerely don't think it was possible. To because I then I then looked at it and I was like, huh, that look doesn't look possible. Like from yeah. where I was, it looked like it just ended. And I was like, it certainly didn't feel possible. <laughs> but I, I sure as hell tried for probably 40 minutes. <laughs> Um, actually side note, something we haven't mentioned is that this game does have, it's online. Um, yeah, I didn't know until right toward the very end when I saw you hopping around and tried to get your, t- <laughs> great. Oh, really? I, and it sounds like it was time, not that long after you saw me. And, and the first time I played, there was someone else playing. I don't know if it was you or not. This was last week. Um, oh, no, I wasn't playing last week. Yeah. So, uh, huh. there are other people in the world who play this game weird yeah i when i when i saw i I saw someone in the level i'm like bet you dollars to donuts that's jordan we're recording in 40 minutes i bet you that's him (laughs) (laughs) yes and it was correct it was you um i'm interested that you thought that the the level of difficulty was like linear and i and i think maybe this is a this is a a me problem i don't think i don't think it clicked for me that i do feel like there is one path through each level that is like here's the path you should go on finding it really? i mean maybe that maybe that's wrong i th- well i just felt like with- i only felt that about uh the volcano level oh and really i, I, I and but you still city- struggled with it with well yeah because i went down a well there might be two paths i spent a lot of time on the big white linked hook like rings oh, oh imagining it was possible to do that um i think it is so i don't actually think there is literally one level but that one mm. seems like the uh pro level maybe uh, yeah way I, down. I i i i was on those white ringy things for like three jumps and then i was all back on those uh jewel encrusted yeah i just um, discs i I fooled myself into believing it wasn't possible to advance down the um, rocks without taking damage. And uh-huh. so I tried, I was focused on the rings cause I thought it was like, I didn't find a damage free route on the rocks, but then I went back and tried it again and I was able to hmm. go okay. forth without damage. 
question for you how the hell did you get down the uh, i guess in your logic i would I, th- I think this would be the first level aztec because that one i felt like from the jump i was like this is the first level how the f- like what the hell am i supposed to do i mean i will admit that i thought the whole game was hard so just i'll value right. you there um <laughs> it's never easy uh, right um but i played that game that level last week so i'm gonna be honest i don't really remember uh okay here let me boot it up and just look around and see if anything. i, I, I was gonna say like my feeling with that one is from the from the very start i had no idea which direction was a promising direction to go whereas with the other levels i could make progress quickly and like maybe this is just a fact of me getting used to the game and getting better at it but there are kind of like a few different directions where the game uh, tries to beg you uh, to go. Like, I think this game is uh, a little bit devious and that it kind of baits you into going uh, places that are not a good idea to go by like putting yeah. items over there. Like, oh, here's a trunk full of health food. And it's like you're going to lose more than the amount of health, health. you're going to get back from those <laughs> items trying to get yeah. here because there's not a way to get there safely. And maybe I was just like falling into those traps too much. Uh, but I, I mean, that first level took me the longest. I mean, I didn't finish uh, city. That's the only one I didn't finish, but it took me 34 minutes and 53 seconds to, to finish, <laughs> to finish uh, Aztec. And I, I was, I will say I was frustrated for most of that. I was making progress in, in inches for a lot of that. Um, whereas dust, huh. which I think ended up being maybe like my favorite level, like that one took me a long time, but I was having fun figuring it out. I felt like that one I could make I could make what felt like meaningful progress and kind of like drop a checkpoint. And then I don't know, that one felt the most like, oh, there's there's a there are many ways to go here. But mm. um, but I don't know. I I, I mean, I so, I yeah, just booting Aztec back up. Um, yes, yeah, one's harder than I remember. I don't think <laughs> maybe it's not like neatly. uh gets harder i would that impression was mostly due to the fact that for the last three it did feel linear and certainly volcano felt like the most complicated huh. but that maybe is so interesting maybe it me. is a little bit um it just kind of depends on which route you take <laughs> and it's yeah like, yeah i think it i think it really does like do you did you and that's kind of what i was trying to get at is like did you stumble into the route where the developer had set up the secret route to be like, all right, here's the, there's <laughs> the quick, easy way to do it. Uh, that I can kind of like tuck into the, into the folds and to, into the chaos of this map. I can, I can, uh, put in a little, a little way for me to get through, <laughs> through it easily, uh, for testing purposes, you know, and I don't know to what degree that's true. I guess, I guess I, here's a, here's a question I do have for you. How, to what degree do you feel like these, levels are carefully designed versus haphazardly chaos designed. Um, I think they're more, well, I don't know. I went, but that was a question I had as well. Um, I think that there are enough places where it's like, there is where like the distance is just perfect, where you can make it. If you do a special jump or you cannot take damage, if you bounce off the wall once, like there's enough of those spots that I just feel like there has to be some design involved. Are now, you ready? Maybe, maybe there was some cool thing where they like did like constricted randomness. Um, but my my theory that I sort of landed on was that there was some proc gen to begin with, 
and then they crafted the levels out of the all right are you ready yes my process for making the levels was to scatter geometry more or less randomly then try to traverse it sometimes when i was going down a map if i thought an area shouldn't be a dead end i'd add some more stuff to it but that's about as far as it went oh interesting I didn't actually Which see I feel that, like huh? feels feels uh, true. Um, yeah, to actually, me. That, and that is pretty close to what I was saying, right? Like it started right. as randomness that was then because it can't be completely random because like the there's zones, like the fact that there's these white rings that are only on one side of the right. Map. But it could kind of be like, all right, um, I'm going to go over in this area and put a bunch of these rings and uh, try and yeah, jump around yeah, yeah. on them and that kind of thing. Yeah, um, yeah, but I, but I do feel like at times if you stumble into a corner that, you know, the developer didn't stumble into as they were making it, which, by the way, um, we don't really know what the the name of this developer is. Uh, they are user MKA Polk or MKA P.O.L.K. on the Glorious Trainwrecks forums. I don't know. I don't know who that is uh, or anything <laughs> more about them. But um, but anyway, uh, I feel like it was maybe easier in some levels. I definitely felt like I stumbled into trying to get down a way that the developer didn't stumble into to be like, is this possible? And it's just like, well, I am trapped and I don't know where to go. So I guess I have to restart, even though I'm like three quarters of the way down. Um, you know, so yeah, that, I that was think frustrating. There was, there was some of that. And I mean, it did, um, it's funny that dust was your favorite because that was a level where I landed in an area that was literally it wasn't a dead end like you would die in any direction. It was literally a hole in which yeah. I was trapped. I think <laughs> I think I might know where you were because I think I also fell in there once uh, while I was it was it, it was it pretty close to the bottom. Yes, it was really close. And to it's the like in the in the like the stone archy zone. I think so. Yeah, I think I think I fell in there. I was like, are you kidding me? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, So I wanted to ask you a little bit about like um, the sort of types of movement maps and modes that this is based on loosely. Um, Namely, Mm. what I'm familiar with is uh, like ZK maps in Counter-Strike, which I talked about earlier, and also surfing maps, which... Yeah. Uh, for listener listener context, we have a close friend who is extremely into Counter Strike serving and is pretty good at it. Uh, and so sometimes he streams and we watch him. And yeah, it's I mean, just like, the, how the fuck did you learn? <laughs> how did anyone thing, learn how to do this? The thing that reminded me the most of that was the just the thing I associate with Counter Strike weird movement is uh, turning in order to go straight better. And yeah, turning, and so, turning your camera in order to move faster in or order more to move faster or jump further. I am. Yeah. Um, so when in the, uh, uh, the tutorial, it was like, turn right to jump straight. I was like, ah, yes. <laughs> Counter-Strike. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. I honestly, I, I think the movement stuff going in, I thought that was going to be the biggest thing, but the real biggest thing was, uh, here's a bunch of big geometric shapes uh, with very flat, ugly textures on them. Uh, yeah, because that's true. <laughs> w- one thing about watching those uh, surfing maps is, uh, boy, they are not pleasant to look at. Uh, <laughs> I, I, not all of them, but many of the ones I've seen are just like, 
here's here's some big gray slabs oh check this one out this one's a red slab but they all have this same like weird stone texture uh and like the the movement mechanics that are happening on the screen are incredible and look amazing uh, but the ma- the maps they're happening on could not be less visually appealing uh and yeah. so I, this kind of reminded me of that and this sort of uh spartan look that it has to it um and also the other thing i associate with that era of graphics is like textures that are like really textures in the sense yeah you they really wear the the fact that they are a polygon on which has been plastered a you know repeating repeating image image. yeah totally (laughs) yes yes definitely yeah i mean it's just uh there's like a certain era where i mean first of all i think it's like a certain era where graphics technology was limited in that like you couldn't make textures that patterned in a really complicated way just because you had to make your textures small. And then secondarily, I think also because these types of maps are usually made as part of like a modding scene, they're usually yeah, they're yeah. probably mostly just trying to like reuse textures that exist in the game that are definitely not meant to be on like giant weirdly shaped objects that you're going to ski across and fly out at like alarming speed <laughs> because yeah, I don't, th- totally. I, I don't know, but I don't think they designed the game with that in mind. Um, but yeah, I, I think, I think, uh, I, I don't know to what degree this, this game was like totally based on that. I imagine some degree. I think the fact that it's called ZK has to be a reference to like KZ just cause it's the same two letters. I mean, I, I might be full of shit, but I feel <laughs> like, I feel like, come I on, mean, that man. seems Correct. If not, if not, then it's a conspiracy. You know what I mean? I think it is a reference. It's gotta be. It's gotta be. It's gotta um, be. What other thoughts do you have about this game? Did you did you write down your times that you got for each level, or did you like make note oh, of them at all? No, no, I didn't. It was the fastest one was seven minutes. I want to say that was dust. Oh my god! And the longest was uh twenty something low 20s seven minutes the first time you did it i think so yeah damn that's fucked up and it was because i I, oh also side note dust was the level i learned that there does not appear to be a maximum amount of food you can hold oh no you can just you can just get shitload yeah and so dust was uh i was part of the reason i went so fast is i was um taking fall damage just much more like i i wasn't trying multiple paths i just had so so much food that i was just like well i'll go here yeah i mean i the more we're talking about the more i'm thinking that my experience with uh volcano was uh maybe the only level that i experienced like a normal person (laughs) because like i said aztec (laughs) took me 34 minutes and dust took me 29 uh so wow i was yeah they were taking me a long time i mean Uh, i think the seven was low i think the average was high teens probably Mm. in the 18 minute range gotcha i mean that's still like half as long as it took me yeah i guess i I didn't even finish the city one i don't know how long i spent on that one probably did you you find yourself um like i often found uh like how much of the stuff you learned in the tutorial were you really using because the thing about the weird uh, movement controls is I wasn't always sure if I was doing it right. Like oh. um, the the moving diagonally to jump, for example, I was often uh-huh. unsure if I was actually gaining distance. And the oh, other one, I felt like was, I could feel it very 
Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I was like, I'm like jumping diagonally and like whipping my, like turning my mouse, uh, like in a zigzag back and forth. Like I've seen people do on zigzag. You can get, you can go really far. And honestly, maybe that's my problem as I was using uh, those mechanics to a degree that I was thinking of more of the, I was able to traverse more things that were maybe like supposed to be harder to do to dissuade you from going there or something. Uh, but I definitely I don't f- know. felt like I was using a lot of them to varying degrees. Yeah. Well, I think on city you literally got unlucky because <laughs> like there's like two big routes and you just picked the harder one. <laughs> Well, so I was going down. So the the route I went is the one where you start on the slidey, the things that look like slides, the big curvy flat things. Right, yeah. Uh, So I had been going down the other way, and I was like, wow, this seems really hard. Hey, look at those slides over there. Those look like fun. I want to restart the whole level and go down there. (laughs) Uh, And then I went down the slides, and the slides are really easy, and there's lots of plants, and then you get to these like arches in the sky, and it's like, how the fuck am I supposed to get anywhere with these? But I sure as hell tried for too long, probably, um, before before giving up. Yeah, that's it's because on City, um, there's a lot of dead ends, in the main uh, area, but most of them are backtrackable and there's just mm. a lot of non jumping space. Like I spent a lot of time just walking up and down surfaces. Oh, interesting. Cause I just couldn't figure out with all like the tall vertical buildings, like how are you getting around? Um, cause a lot of what I was doing was trying to like use the fact that like sloped surfaces, you can really walk up stuff that is extremely yeah, yeah, steeply really sloped. Can. Yes. And you can also use sloped surfaces if they're sloped the right direction. You can just like deaden your jump uh without taking damage by kind of like hitting them at the right angle. Um mm. you can kind of like deflect off of them and if you're lucky still land on the thing. If you're unlucky you deflect off of it too much and go flying <laughs> off the edge. Um uh. How much were you using the thing where um, if you like jump against a wall, it like resets your your falling speed so that if you kind of like uh, hit, you know, ping pong off a few walls, you'll you'll not take using, damage when you hit. So the I was using it a lot, but I was not often feeling like I had a strong grasp of how much damage I was reducing. Like it was mm. very trial and error. I was just like, well, this is you know, not that far of a drop, but just enough that I take a bunch of damage. I'll just jump off it five times and try to bounce off that wall. And eventually I'll find an angle that works. Yeah. 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 I mean, I I was, I think I was trying to use it in more cases than it was actually useful. Uh, And there were definitely some times where I would be like, Oh, look, I can jump like ping pong between these two walls and eventually I'll hit the ground. Uh, And instead what happens is, um, I would bounce back and forth so quickly that I would gain a bunch of speed and explode against the wall and die basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like well, yeah, those, that was uh, the other those... thing is it wasn't always clear to me, like the conditions under which I would take damage from hitting a wall. Like, is it yeah. just how fast I was going? Is it how far I was falling? I couldn't tell. I never, I never got an excellent sense of that. My, 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 my instinct is that it is, uh, the amount of damage you take is based on the speed at which you're moving. Uh, mm. And so that's how they do the fall damage is like the longer you fall, the faster you start going. Um, and then when you're bouncing between stuff or, you know, getting in some weird physics situation where your speed just keeps ramping up, then when you sure. smack into something, you'll just die. I, I don't know that that's what has, what's happening, but 
Um, I died enough times like flying sideways into shit um, that I I feel like that has to be what's going on. But um, I am not. Yeah, I, uh, I don't know, man. I mean, one thing that I thought I don't really know how you would implement this, but one thing that I thought might be kind of handy is some way to measure fall distance or like know mm. wet because like there's a, a throw, lot of times throw a little thing down and see if it explodes or something yeah I, sure something like that where it could just like uh give you a sense of if this distance was going to hurt you or not um yeah actually that's a good point because one thing i felt like is so um each level basically has like a set of shapes that it uses um like repeatedly scaled up and down and rotated all around. Um, and certain levels, a shape would be repeated at different sizes. And so it was actually got like, there are certain times where it's hard to tell if it's a big version of the object far away or a smaller version of the object close up. And because I'm like hanging off the, the, like the tiniest, uh, edge of like a weirdly angled thing where I'm afraid if I move like one degree, like one <laughs> unit too far, then suddenly I'm going to go bouncing off into oblivion. Uh, so I would just be kind of like sitting here and being like, I think that I think that's close enough for me to land on. And then I jump at it and it's like, uh, no, sir, that's a, that is far away. <laughs> um, I don't know if you had that experience. Um, yeah, I mean, I think a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, just the general sense of being like, not knowing (laughs) like how far will hurt me. Yeah. I I will say I've never, uh, felt, uh, more like what I imagine it feels like to be a mountain goat, like (laughs) using your little hooves on the tiniest ledge possible. They seem to just know, you know, they just have, I know it's an incredible instinct to just know what they can stand on <laughs> all right new game idea re retool this game to be a game about being a mountain goat <laughs> and uh, you know traversing the mountain in ways yeah. that humans i believe that game is called understand. riding a horse in skyrim <laughs> it's actually funny you bring that up because i do think that this game felt like what if uh skyrim horse mountaining was a whole game uh because it, sure. it it really does feel like well there's uh, more jumping involved in this but yeah yeah i see, if, the, I if, see the comparison it, it feels like you're um at many times you're like testing the limits or at least early on in the game it's like okay well what what can i get away with here if i'm on this slope can i walk on oh i can walk on this okay okay so i can use this to my advantage and then oh oh nope uh, the angle has now <laughs> gotten too great and i'm now falling and dying or i'm uh, now bouncing for some reason <laughs> yeah the bouncing is yeah th- yeah th- i think that's maybe the the one of the movement quirks that i i like the least is that you just tend to like hit stuff and just f- deflect off of it and fly off like you're made of rubber um and I, I do think that there were it was unintuitive enough that it was just like, oh, God damn it. Like, I thought that was going to work. But instead, I'm just flying off the edge. My failure is epic. Instead of just like a regular failure, I'm getting like ping ponged off and shot off into the distance. It's just like particularly demoralizing. Yeah, but maybe that's the point, man. <laughs> did the demoralization? Yeah, I mean, in the prompt, it did say um uh not even clear if it's possible to get down 
extremely difficult or impossible. So, yeah. Yeah. I'd wow. say they they really mission accomplished. Yeah. Really <laughs> made sure to get the spirit of the prompt uh, uh any, realized in the game. Any other thoughts about uh this this game or shall well, we Well, one passing thought is uh, the user uh avatars are pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, the like weird doom guy kind of thing or is it is it doom guy or is it the quake Man, I don't know. Quick, it looks like man. you look like a knight. I don't know if that is from a specific. I think that's game. the guy from Quake. It could be. I never played Quake, so let me let me Google this quickly. But you look like an upside down like a game piece from Sorry that has been. Uh, I th- I think it's supposed to be the the texture of the guy from Quake just mapped onto like a weird thing that's not the right shape incredible here, here, i'm gonna i'm gonna post it for you so you can see oop see that guy um, is it not is it not that guy yeah it totally is 100%. oh yeah i think it is that guy it is that guy huh great mystery solved one incredible. of the great mysteries of life solved i'm so happy um, for us and you right and and with that <laughs> i would say uh <laughs> That's enough about that game. Interesting game. I, I enjoyed my time. Although it was like frustrating and kind of weird. Uh, I, I had a good time. Uh, I, it was fun. I kept playing it be, because of my stubborn head uh, trying to <laughs> get my, you know, wrap itself around this like ridiculous, some, somewhat cruel game. So yeah. I had a good time. Yeah, I had a good time as well, um, even though I also found parts of it frustrating. Um, and I, I do want to just like give a, we already said this, but give a shout out for um, how fun the like game jam prompt is and how well uh, MKA Polk did at um, answering the prompt they were given. So Right, I, um, right. And actually, I'm, I'm glad you brought up like the prompt because we didn't really talk about that much. That's a cool ass idea for a game jam to <laughs> to be like yeah hey, request like a mechanic like, like you get a, I, I, a ev- like everyone pitches to everyone else it seems great right, right. and they have done it um i think this might have been the first one and they've done it in 2019 and 2020 each time there have been f- uh fewer entrants sadly um yeah but they are doing one this year i think right or i would imagine sure so that, i don't know yeah. if it's been announced yet yeah, because it but, is for Christmas, but yeah, I, I hope they do. And if they do, we will probably play one of the games for the podcast. So yeah, we should keep an tuned. eye on it. And yeah. if you're a person that's interested in taking part in that, hop on the glorious train wrecks. Yeah, seriously, I you should get in on the action. Yeah, for sure. It, it seems like it seems like they've captured some of the pre itch like I feel like the spirit of these games reminds me more of like flash game indie from before, you know, the before games could be easily distributed on like itch or whatever, Hmm. Uh, you know, people making weird flash games. It kind of has that spirit to me. It's like a sort of a bygone style of, of, of like deep indie games that, um, you know, I'm down with. I love that shit. Yeah. Good times. Same. So, if you're into that, oh, MK Polk made another Secret Santa in 2020. How fun. We should check that out. <laughs> we should. <laughs> anyway. We should indeed. Uh, anyway, uh, that will be for another time. 
but for next week, we're going to be uh, quote-unquote quote, playing, playing. Nice. quote-unquote game. Wow. Yes. Right perfect sync there. Wow. Yes, this game we'll be playing is called uh, Room 69, or is that the name of the... I guess that is the name of the people who the art collective that have created it, but it is a virtual uh, art space designed inside uh, Google street view, basically. So they used 3d scanning um, plus like some computer generated imagery of their own design um, in order to create this like weird uh, explorable space that you explore through the actual Google Maps. Like you go into a space in Google Maps in Vienna and you drop your little yellow dude into that space and then you explore it. So um, we, will be, we will be exploring that game uh, in two weeks time. And um, it should be a riot because it looks really weird and really interesting. So. Um, yeah excited it, it, to do it that looks, it looks bananas truly bananas so yes yeah, so that will be what we do um next time um if you want an update for when that episode comes out you should follow us on twitter uh at edgeguardcast that's where we uh tweet out the updates for um all the podcast news new episodes that, that sort of thing um so we'd love to have you as a follower and we'd love to hear from you uh if you do um we're always looking for um, feedback or um, game recommendations from uh, listeners and followers. So definitely follow us at EdgeGuardCast and shoot us a message. Um, so, uh, yeah, we will play uh, this 3D space uh, next time and we will talk to you then. <laughs>